0: Hi, I'm Judy Brooks, and welcome back to Healing Quest, our healthy lifestyle show. Now, if you've listened to us on a regular basis, first of all, thank you. We appreciate your interest. And if you've been listening in the last year or so, you know that I've been on a mission, and that mission is to find ways to incorporate more self-care into my life and to pay attention to creating more ways to incorporate self-care into my life. And as I have been doing that, I've also been sharing them with you. Part of that mission, you know, has led me deep into my library of self-help and health books. And so... I've kind of like, wow, why, I, I should read some of these books on, <laughs> on my bookshelf. And I've taken a deep dive into them. And I'm looking for tips from many of the experts that we've had on and many of the people we've had the opportunity to interview over the years, plus many people we haven't had the opportunity to interview, but whose work I really admire. We talked earlier in the show about the importance of exercise for self-care Which is essential. But what I'm talking about are the ways in which we nourish our souls. Because as we've talked about for years on Healing Quest, the TV show, we are so much more than just physical beings, you know, and our mind and our body and our soul are connected and what what's going on with one is affecting the other so what we're really looking for is to create a, a balance and to be paying attention to all aspects of ourselves and that's how we really truly heal, I believe, at least that's my philosophy around this and, you know, we've said before that we subscribe to author and teacher Gene Octenberg's theory, And she said, healing is a lifelong journey toward wholeness. And that's kind of been the approach we've taken with Healing Quest over the last 16, 17 years, is that everything we do in our life is a journey toward wholeness. Now, you heard me say last week and in the last few weeks that part of that self-care really comes down to, it really comes down to one thing, and that's self-love and respect. And, you know, really appreciating yourself. And one of the ways to kind of get to that place where you're, you know, you have this love connection with yourself, which is the most important love connection you can have is the one with yourself. One of the ways to get to that is through meditation, because love and meditation are kind of intertwined. You know, that path of love leads to meditation, and the path of meditation leads to love. So since February is Heart Health Month, I thought I would focus on a technique today that helps you open your heart. And meditation is a great way to do that, and we'll be talking over the next few weeks about all the different ways you can actually benefit from from meditation and all the different types of meditation, and there are a lot of different types of meditation you may not be aware of. But the technique that I'm going to talk to you about today is a technique that helps you open to your own unique beauty and to focus on your true value, to really get back in touch with your true value, along with deeper insight and understanding and self-healing. It can also help open the way to deeper, more positive relationships with others, because when you have a good relationship with yourself, you're really enhancing all your relationships. If you're just joining us, I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest, and we're talking about meditation as a way to improve your self-care practice. The question is, if you totally accepted yourself just as you are, would you have any problems at all? Would you really have any problems at all if you just totally accepted yourself just as you are? And that means all the things that you judge and all the things about yourself that you reject and all the things you wish you did different, would you be okay? this is a really simple meditation it's only four minutes and I can't imagine any of you out there can't find four minutes in your day to do something that would help you love yourself a little bit more and to, and to really take care of yourself so it's simple the first thing I always do when I start to meditate is I, I take you know five deep breaths I breathe in to the count of five and then I hold for the count of five and then I release to the count of five and I do that five times And that usually gets me relaxed enough to sit quietly. And if you can sit quietly, you can get some insight into the ways you reject yourself. What fears and beliefs stop you from being loving and compassionate with yourself? Ask that question. What are the things, what are the inner feelings and the old habits of self-rejection and doubt that I have that I could begin to recognize Because when you begin to recognize them, they begin to fade away. And, you know, love is a natural kind of meditation, and meditation is a divine kind of love. And love starts with ourself. So I would invite you all to be your best friend. You know, it's all about befriending who you already are. Mindfulness, it's about mindfulness, you know, and you've heard me say this before. And it's, you know, it's about minding your mind, you know, and we all have these monkey minds. And one of the things meditation does, is it really allows you to just quiet that mind. And the point is to get your monkey mind out of the way. Right? (laughs) You know, you know, our critical mind constantly tries to judge us, to tell us that we should have done this or we ought to have done that or any of the other things <laughs> that we think we haven't done enough of. You know, our effort is to embrace ourselves in our own heart and to have compassion for ourselves and to love ourselves every day, no matter what. I don't mean try to be perfect, because none of us are ever going to be perfect. And who wants to be perfect? You can't be perfect. Or as our friend Howard Murad, said, Dr. Howard Murad says... Be imperfect and live longer, and I certainly subscribe to that one. But to have compassion for yourself, to love yourself, the energy goes within. To love others, the energy goes without. And we need both. We need both to be balanced and whole. So hopefully this little suggestion, this little meditation will help you focus. Take four minutes and do that. But I want to close today's show with a poem by Mary Oliver, one of America's greatest poets, who unfortunately we lost last year. The poem that I'm going to read for you today is called The Summer Day, even though we're in the middle of winter. But at the beginning of the show, we were talking about how important, and we've always talked about it on Healing Quest, how important our connection with nature is. And when we were preparing for this show, I was just struck by this poem, and we wanted to honor Mary's memory. And so this is what you're going to get. Who made the world? Who made the swan and the black bear? Who made the grasshopper? how to kneel down in the grass, how to be idle and blessed, how to stroll through the fields, which is what I have been doing all day. Tell me what else should I have done? Doesn't everything die at last and too soon? Tell me what it is you plan to do with your one wild and precious life. Mary Oliver. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, (laughs) that was good. She was good. She will be missed. You know, Mary Oliver was born and raised in Maple Hills Heights, a suburb of Cleveland, Ohio. A posting about her life at the Poetry Foundation website said she would retreat from what was described as a difficult home to the nearby woods where she would build huts of sticks and grass and write poems. I love that. You know, actually, that reminds me, in a couple weeks, we're going to have somebody on and we're going to be talking about forest bathing. Again, what she was doing is she was just soaking up all that nature. She was described as an indefatigable guide to the natural world. I love that. I love that about her. Her poetry focused on the quiet occurrences of nature, industrious hummingbirds, egrets, motionless ponds, lean owls hunkering in with their lamp eyes. I like that. Her best-known poem, The Summer Day, certainly reflects her soulful connection uh, with the natural world, especially the last lines. Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? You know, connecting with nature is a big part of our self-care and is a big and important part of that wild and precious life. I'm Judy Brooks, and for my partner, Roy Walkenhorst, we want to say thank you for connecting with us today. We know you have a lot of media to choose from, and we're really happy that you chose us. And thanks, too, to the team at Just Thrive Probiotics for helping us bring Healing Quest to you every week. And don't forget, you can find a podcast of this and all Healing Quest shows on our website at healingquest.tv. And please follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Healing Quest. Have a great week. We'll be back next week right here on iHeartRadio. Healing Quest is brought to you by Clearlight Infrared, makers of jacuzzi saunas whose infrared heating technology penetrates deep to boost the immune system, increase blood flow, reduce stress, and detox naturally. You can learn more about jacuzzi saunas at infraredsaunas.com. That's infraredsaunas.com and use the promo code HealingQuest. Or you can call Clear Light at 1 800 798 1779. That's 1 800 798 1779.